0: You're tuned here to Bay FM. I hope you're having a beautiful Tuesday, that things are flowing for you in the world and in your own world and those around you, doing all the good things that you can to look after yourself. There's some busy times coming up for us all, if it's not already busy, which I'm pretty sure most of us are, are feeling. We all do feel it in such a small community. So, I'd like to welcome in my lovely guests, Jolene Ryan. Welcome, Jolene. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. Yep. Glad to be here again.
0: Come a little bit closer to your mic. And also, Yana. Jana, welcome to the studios for the first time.
2: Hello. Thank you for having me.
0: You're very welcome. So, first of all, let's just clarify that you have a very mysterious book title. Well, it's not really mysterious, but I read it as Earth Cares, but actually it's something else, isn't it? Because you are an author and this is one of your books, but let's just talk about the title of it first.
2: So the title is Earth Cakes, um, but it's meant to be uh, a bit mysterious, so people actually would read it as a Earth Cares. Um, it's about basically uh, breaking the boundaries in commercial baking and using the nature in a your kitchen, so creating something for matters, um, what goes aligned with environment um, and uh, using herbs and herbal medicine in your, cake, uh, in your baking as well. Um, and that's uh, what the book is about. So
0: I kind of did get it right then. Yes. <laughs> and your other book is the intuitive eating book, is that right? I'm very interested more to hear a little bit more about that as well.
2: So the intuitive eating book is uh, teaching people to tap in their instinctive knowledge. Um, I've been in practice for uh, some decades now, and I have seen lots of, um, um, especially young ladies with uh, eating disorders, and that led me uh, to publish self-publish this book. It's basically syncing uh, people with the cycles of nature and following the seasons and. Watching what the nature does, um, in, even if you watch plants, if you watch animals, um, they have certain habits um, to follow the seasons, and people should do the same. When
0: did you write these books? How how long into your you know sort of career as a, a well being? Uh, practitioner, I guess, did you decide to you know, bring out a couple of books?
2: So I uh, self-published the first book in 2018. Uh, I've been a practitioner for 15 years and in this industry for about 20. So it's been a little while. So it's it's kind of my um, passion um Infuse into these books and I wanted to self-publish because I didn't want to compromise on the quality of the books and um, I wanted to also prove, especially with the first book, that you can support local companies so you don't have to always um, search for the cheapest options Um, and it, it can be done um, um, the second book has been the earth cakes has been published at the beginning of this year and it's also both of the books are printed on 100% recycled paper, um, there is a photography which I all take, uh, I've taken myself, so it's a kind of art passion projects, um, teaching people about the nature, how to use it in kitchen and for your family.
0: So you don't, or, or you don't only share your knowledge and your wealth of of um, experience through the books, do you? You are somebody that's probably well known, um, facially, like but, you know, to see you in Santos as
2: a naturopath. How long have you been part of Santos? It's been about two and a half years. Yeah, I really enjoy the community and working there. It brings me joy.
0: And what sorts of things do people? present to a naturopath that you know often uh, some people would make an appointment and go and see somebody and have a full consultation and and have someone that they see regularly that can advise them on certain things but what do people you know they see you oh you're available i can ask you anything what kinds of things do people approach you with
2: they do ask about anything (laughs) um sometimes it's not even health related um but um If if we talk about health, the -the over-the-counter advice is more about acute prescribing, so anxiety, colds, flus, not sleeping, stress support, something when we can quickly reassess and um, intuitively say okay this herbs would be good for you this supplement will be good for you this is your lifestyle you need to change because naturopathy is about the body mind and spirit um, and then if someone comes with uh, more chronic symptoms or chronic diseases or something they've been dealing for a long time sometimes 15 minutes is not enough so we just quickly again intuitively reassess and say it will be better for you to have a blood test or it will be good for you to seek in a zoologist or it will be good to have whatever reassessment you like and come back and bring us the results and we can 15 minutes tell you what we would suggest.
0: And do you think perhaps it's more, uh, it would be more ideal for people to be coming to you to try to prevent what is about to happen? So people that are feeling, starting to feel a little bit tired, not exhausted, but starting to feel certain symptoms and rather than let them uh, run their course and then try to find something to, you know, r- repair whatever's gone wrong. what What's your advice on, on prevention?
2: Yes, definitely. Natural body is all about uh prevention is better than cure. So I would definitely advise anyone who is starting to um, have any symptoms of burnout or um, people who are going through difficult situations, um, which are more acute or change of jobs or someone passed in the family. We have so many beautiful Tools from the nature, we can support them, and that's again we can reassess when they come to us whether they need herbal medicine or if they nutrition, the body, the physical body is lacking some nutrients, or if the emotional body needs some homeopathics or Bach flower, bush flowers, or combination of all of it.
0: Great. Thank you, Yana, for a little introduction into naturopathic life at, at Santos. And Jolene, as the general manager, how long has the naturopathic little corners there, that's the packed with goodness, uh, been part of Santos?
1: That's a good question. They've been there for a long time, so I don't know exactly. I've actually tried to figure out more of the history of Santos since I've been here, but I'd say at least for the last 15 to 18 years we've had it in the corners of our, of our shops. We're very excited about to launch it in our industrial estate store for a couple of days a week. Very, very part-time, but we're really excited to be adding that to the community there.
0: Is that why all well, the things have been moved around? Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah, they've made some new space. I'm like, oh, it's looking very clean yeah. and sort of clear and very, yeah, easy to find, easier to yes. find things. Nice. And your own background as well. You know, you're not just uh, the, the the business kind of side mm. of Santos. You have such a huge part of yourself that's involved with well-being, isn't it? Give us a little bit of a background.
1: Yeah. So I think my whole life I've always been that, you know, as being a Virgo, growing up in an area very similar to the Northern Rivers in Texas, um we were raised on gardens. We had our own big, huge garden. My, both my parents were very creative. We made our own food. My dad made his own beer and wine. So I grew up with this kind of background, and um, I was drawn to come here for that same reason, to kind of get back to more of that pioneering components. I think it's always been there. After my, I had my husband passed away, um, when that happened, I got into yoga. So it was something that really um, brought me solace and healing. I've always been an athlete, um, active, all those things. But yoga really was something I looked at for quite a long time, and that really brought me to it. So, And I thought, oh my goodness, if this could help me heal from that and bring me back to life, I need to share this with other people. So it became a passion for me to get my training, and I just fell in love with it, not just from that physical component but the emotional philosophical spiritual component of it like i just fell in love with it it became my religion basically so it's, it was a long history of lots of training and lots of experience and um, still unfolding it and this has been a whole different yoga experience being in northern rivers so uh, in what way um i came here to continue that journey um with yoga thinking i'd be a teacher and i was about to open my own yoga center in washington dc before i left had investors all these things are going to happen i thought no i want to travel the world My dog of 15 years had passed away, and I thought, if I don't do it now, I won't do it once I get into business. And was drawn here for whatever reason, through yoga, through spiritual, whatever reason, I wanted to come here. And um, I've been reflecting probably the last three years since COVID about why did I come here? It's been so amazing, but it's also been very challenging. Um, But it's been that spiritual yoga journey that I've been here, is that really waking up uh, inside of myself, even though I thought I was there. It's really the beauty of this area is we get so much reflection and mirrors put back at us all the time and it's what do we do and I remember during COVID I thought I'm resisting the resistance why am I doing that I'm a yogi I should know better <laughs> so it was really that wake up for me is like this is why I'm here you know, it just gives me goosebumps talking about it it's like that piece of Yoga is not just a physical practice. It's very much the mental, emotional, and spiritual part. But the physical is is helps you facilitate that. So I'm very passionate about it, and um, it helps keep me clear. Uh, med- if I don't meditate every day, I couldn't do the job that I'm doing. You know, physical can go by the wayside, you know, but the meditation, it just can't.
0: Yeah, I'm totally here that uh, yoga for me is a practice of the mind mm. and the philosophy is what I, what I feel like I go for mm. and whatever happens in the body is a bonus, um, but for the mind... It's it's everything, Yana. How much of the physical aspect of you know movement and and all these sorts of things, um, do you tie in with naturopathy? So it's not just prescribing somebody uh, a supplement or something to take. Do you also suggest these types of things and movement as as well as?
2: The way I practice, I actually prefer to reassess the client through the mind spirit and the physical body comes in the end Um, so it's definitely and that's how naturopathy naturopathy works we are trying to find the route to the disease for example if someone is going through burnout or through uh, some kind of adrenal fatigue, we will ask about their lifestyle first uh, before we start supplementing because sometimes they can be on the top of um, with, uh, with everything with their diet, they already are supplementing and they are still burnout. So then we have to reassess uh, what's happening in the body and where they are pushing the mind against their physical body. And that would be um, just quickly if I wanted to uh, talk about how the body works to also make people understand how we reassess is that we have two parts of nervous system. Uh, One is called fight and flight and one is rest and digest. So if through our mind we push our physical body through the fight and flight, which means our heart rate is um, racing and uh, the blood is pulsing in the body faster to get the uh, glucose and oxygen into the blood and uh, cortisol is going fast or it's released into the bloodstream because uh, our adrenals are pushed to the limit to get the body going um, then supplementing will help but will not treat the root, which is actually the mind pushing the body. The other nervous system, it's the rest and digest nervous system, which we have to then um, address. Um, the, it's our subconscious mind, and um, it contains immunity, hormones, re rebreed, rebreeding, the way how our intestines move and so on. The only function from that nervous system we can consciously control is the breath, So which i would say people okay try to go some relaxing yoga use the breath because it's been scientifically proven that 5 minutes of deep breathing exercise a day can change physiological responses in our body if we are in the fight and flight without taking any supplements in 30 days so i just had to go, go a little bit deep for people to understand that naturopathy is not about prescribing but it's a little bit of it's a bit, bit complex um It works with the body and with its own harmony to bring the body to the balance through many many modalities. And I personally supplement in the end.
0: But also that everybody is so, so different, so unique in what it is we're presenting with or what it is that we carry with us. Do you also find in all your years of experience that the world in general has sped up so much whether it be this you know coffee was never a thing was never a thing 20 years ago not every single person bar probably me and a few others wake up and drink a cup of coffee and get going you know is there some do you think there's a sort of an addiction to this this release of cortisol and this adrenaline kind of feeling that people feel like they need to be like that to be able to survive
2: um it definitely is and i think it's quite linked with social media as well because our society is kind of push to the limits to perform, but it's not about all about that. That's why also the first book, Intuitive Eating, talks about that, to kind of reconnect to the nature and set aside a technology for a little bit and hug the tree and walk barefoot and um, not needing to be always performing because performance is that fight-and-flight nervous system and nature is that rest and digest and that's the simple balance uh, what we talk about body-mind and spirit working together so yeah i think our culture is um, taught to perform to achieve to really work with that divine masculine but we do also have to find that balance and bring on the divine feminine which is about gentleness slowing down receiving and breath
0: yeah well breath was certainly a big part of the uh the beginning of this show this morning because my computer completely froze and i was unable to present the show that i came in and my heart started pumping you know and i could feel it all through my body and i thought just breathe it's not the end of the world it's actually okay but I got this surge you know of well how am I going to fix this what am I and then just okay let me just find an alternative let me just breathe take a moment for myself and then try to figure out whatever happens so we never know when these things uh, are going to happen and, or when we're going to need to you know, step up and really use that energy that's there for those particular moments, but also not to be bamboozled by it and overrun by it. And as far as supplements go, I know, Jolene, you were uh, talking uh, briefly to this the other day when you said that you haven't taken a supplement since uh, earlier in the year and and just how people can become quite reliant on such things. Do you want to speak a bit more to that?
1: Yeah. You know, I can speak a lot about my personal experience. I'm always like a Petri dish. Again, I've always kind of been like that my whole life. Um, So, yeah, it's those things where I know when i'm not in that state of being able to do yoga all the time and do all the all the right things and quote to air air quotes here um you know when it comes to the rest and digest it is really important to be able to have those things that, that help support the body but when i start to notice that those supplements aren't helping anymore then i think i have to take a pause if it's if it's doing a cleanse if it's taking some time off of work whatever it might be but i just was talking to jan about this outside because um, it is ayurvedic um And like I said, neither one of us are practitioners in it, but we both have a lot of interest in it. And it's just something I've done called Agni therapy. And so I've had issues with Candida. I've had issues with, you know, call it fatigue, can't sleep. I'm going through menopause, perimenopause as well. Um, but after I did this very, very simple four-week cleanse, like I had, haven't had have had to take any supplements. And they recommend you not doing it because it gives your liver a rest as well. So the body just does a reset. And the only thing I am taking is B12 because I am a vegan. So it's the one thing that I do have to keep taking. But it's been really a good reminder for me is the body is so smart and if we just pay attention and do those little things that we know work for us, we generally don't need supplements. Um, and that's, you know, something for me, even at Sandals. you know, as much as we want to make money and do those things, we want to do it organically and we want it to be done through the empowerment of the individual, not through them having to be a consumer.
0: Yeah, I remember when I was studying nutrition, we had a whole group of supplement providers that came in and gave us a discussion about why their supplement was so much better than the next one and in that moment I thought oh this is quite similar to the pharmaceutical industry where you know you are trying to sell this to us as students to you know promote for yourself which of course there is there is a definite need you know if there's deficiencies if there's any kind of need for it there is a there is a place for them of course but then it also depends on I guess the quality Of these supplements sometimes companies get bought out and what we have used or what we have um, believed in for such a long time a good quality product may reduce in quality due to you know the sale of the company or something like that is that is that a common thing
1: It's, I'd say it is common, you know, because we're so intimate with our products, we get to learn about it. And sometimes we can't always make a decision to to just take it off the shelf either, because we may not have a a good replacement yet. So it is something that, you know, with Olivia's role that she's been on the shows a couple times now, is that we're always trying to be mindful about that when it comes to the, the companies we work with, with integrity, to what their philosophy is with the product, to what the outcome of the product is for the customer. So, you know, we're always looking at different options. The naturopathy section was the area we couldn't take. Through the Pommel investigation, because we don't have alternatives. So as we get more alternatives, um, and Yana can probably speak out. There's, I can't remember the name. Uh, Emma was showing me another product you guys are looking at right now to change out to because it's a better product and it's local, it's Australian. So we're always looking to replace what we think is not as good, especially if a company is sold off.
0: Yeah. Are you familiar with any of those those types of examples, Yana? Um,
2: yeah, we have. I I don't know if I. Like to mention the um, no, brands, okay. yeah, yeah, um but th- it's definitely very common and it's quite sad, and that's again about you know the world where is it then and doing things local and support local community and so on, and uh, keep the integrity and support local businesses with um, very good um, ethics and still having uh the first motto um to be the priority, the health of the client and making the the money that you know if it becomes secondary that's great but if it doesn't then you are actually healing the community or helping them through, to go through burnouts or supporting them to make them feel better for a short period of time and then long term they can find some uh, lifestyle habits which will help them to get um, to better um, place in life. Can you
0: give us another lowdown of these two beautiful um, cookbooks that you are the author
2: of that you are very
0: kindly giving away today?
2: So the first book, they are both self-published, just to keep the environment in mind. That's where I didn't want to compromise. That was my number one. Um, So the first book is called Intuitive Eating and it um, helps people to uh, follow their instinctive knowledge, follows the seasons and cook with the nature. Um, The second book is called Earth uh, Earth Cakes and it's about um, cooking with the nature and creating sweets which are... um, a bit healthier for you Um, of course there is still a bit of um, uh, sweetener in it but it's all natural, the flowers are not bleached which we are using Um, the sweeteners are from uh, monk fruits or from coconut nectar, um, something what's the closest to our own body and to um, um, the, ne- the nature ingredients as much as possible. Um, and um, they both are of course infused with herbs because I like to teach people how they can become their little herbalist in their home and start using herbs in their cooking too.
0: So Is there a lot of information within the books as well about the herbs that people are using? you inform them as well?
2: Yes, in the first book it's a little bit less because it's more about lifestyle. It goes through um, the four chapters of um, spring, summer, autumn and winter and sweet chapter. So there are a little bit of herbs um, there is description what the herbs are doing for you Um, then there is certain recipes um, uh, when you can use um, kind of soup Superfoods, although I try not to use too much superfoods because I wanted uh, people to easily access the ingredients and infuse the herbs I've described in the chapters in their cooking. Um, And the second book, uh, The Earth Cakes, it's a bit more about herbalism the second name of it is the witchcraft so it's using the herbs in your uh, baking but also in your lifestyle when you can do a little bit of spells or little ritual with your friends or with your family if you are going through times of sorrows. From Byron to Ballina Evans
0: head to Lismore cool and gather to Kingscliff you're listening to Bay FM
1: 99.9
0: I'm joined here in the studios today by Jolene Ryan, uh, general manager, but also amazing yogi and a wealth of of knowledge and information on on wellness and Ayurveda and also Yana... Thank you <laughs> Who is a naturopath at Santos So speaking of all of these things that we do How are you both feeling at the moment personally You know at this time of the year Not only are we sort of transitioning into summer But also that means the end of the year And I feel like everyone tries to just jam everything in Before the end of the year Is that a, is that a common kind of <laughs> that, you know thing for you both?
1: Uh, Definitely, especially in the business world Um, and being in Australia too, especially in the Northern Rivers. We tend to, I don't know if it's Northern, this is my own experience in Australia, is here. So we tend to kind of take off December and January, you know. So if you don't get it in, you know, by even mid. December. It's not going to happen till February, <laughs> which in many ways is amazing because it means people are taking time off. But there, there are those of us that are the business, you know, people that, you know, have to provide for the customers, um, to be able to get food or to be able to get massages or to enjoy all the things that we have here in Byron. So it is, we're at an apex for us at Santos for sure. So we, we're, we're ramping up for Christmas. You know, we've got our, um, AGM meeting coming up with our members to be able to just, you know, just, to, to share the the how we're doing in the business from last year we've got our staff party on thursday night so yeah it's just it's there's always stuff going on and, and you mentioned earlier it does feel like life has sped up every year i think we all keep thinking oh it's just, it's just how it is it just keeps and it's not because of age either i think we were younger we used to think it was so slow but my nieces any anybody that i know age-wise are like life is so fast yeah, it's moving
0: uh, fast. Yeah, I, I agree. It's not. Uh, it's not because we're getting older and that time is going faster. Because time isn't. Time is is time. It's just what we choose to do with it and how we sort of tread through life and the pace that we that we decide to take. Or sometimes it's decided for us. Mm. But yeah, for me, it, it moves too fast. I'm I'm just always exercising my psalm on And just taking it easy, trying to remain, Mm. you know, with that part of me. How was it for you, Jana, just personally, you know, with with all that's going on?
2: With me, because I have family in the Czech Republic and my partner has family in New Zealand, we don't really feel like celebrating Christmas that much. And we decided as well that we are not going to give each other many presents. So we keep it quite low and not stressful and we generally... Uh, spend the christmas day somewhere in the nature either surfing or camping so we've created kind of the habit of making it more relaxing than stressful but i can also see that we kind of are lucky unlucky because we don't have a family so the pressure of the we don't have a family here so the pressure is a little bit Um, less on us Uh, you only have one little son and he's only four and he doesn't really need as much attention or entertainment about Christmas yet maybe we do a little Christmas tree but I definitely feel the pressure starting to build up at work in the dispensary I do already have few people coming in with kind of that extra support towards Christmas specifically to prevent the burnout and um, I generally use or prescribe lots of herbs there's so many beautiful tonic herbs we can um dispense and mix uh custom mix uh to people to help them through these times of um stress if um that's what how we like to call it um there's um herbs like vithania ashwagandha which is ayurvedic which we use a lot rhodiola or remonia which kind of helps with that feeling of being pushed to the limits and feeling theory um we mix the bach flower and bush flowers for um calming and clearing. Um, We use uh, Korean ginseng or Siberian ginseng uh, for that extra push of energy if people are trying to uh, go through the deadlines and they need a little bit more of focus and so on. Um, and we also use lots of immune herbs because when you are pushing yourself through that fight and flight, your immune system, rest and digest is suppressed. So we use herbs like astragalus or elderberry or uh, holy basil, which is also Ayurvedic herb um, to kind of support the nervous system and immune system as well. So we don't get sick.
0: How much of a priority do you think, I mean, it would be so nice if people could just prescribe, if a doctor could prescribe a surf or a massage or mm-hmm. a yoga class mm-hmm. and give you a little, you know, a little little pass, here you go, just go and do this and that'll make you feel better. I'm giving you permission to do that. Why don't we give ourselves permission to, you know, make the most of, of the surrounds that we live in and um, recalibrate and, you know, just recharge?
2: I think it's just because we, our society, is so educated of... For living in that divine masculine of performing, and uh, we put somehow the needs of others in front of ours, but uh, our needs is the divine feminine when we have to kind of reassess when you are starting to feel the heart palpitating and uh, not being able to sleep and uh, the other symptoms of burnout. When you kind of have to step into the divine feminine and uh, and immerse into the nature more and allow yourself to do something you love, when you naturally use the deep breath without need to concentrate on the deep breath. For example, some people just go for a sunrise walk and they see the sunrise and they already do that. Isn't that beautiful? So that's that parasympathetic nervous system. Um, the rest and digest one. Or um, some people of painting or listening classical music. And that already um, sets you into that rest and digest nervous system because you are already doing that deep breath of, I am doing something I love. And this is exactly how you can balance uh, your lifestyle through simple changes in um, whatever habits you have um, and prevent even needing to come and see me for herbs or supplements.
0: I love it. A naturopath saying, I don't want you to come and see me. I mean, that that really is the ultimate, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, what sorts of things do you do, Jolene? Um, you know, outside of of all of the things that you that you're, that you're talking about, that are coming up yeah. as well.
1: Yeah, it's um, I'm very big on the Whole Foods. So in the context of when I eat well and I'm cooking my food, it's you know through the fire, through being patient, through that breath, the energy that I put into the food. That's the most healing for me. Um, in addition to nature, and I think the thing that we all have available to us is to take our shoes off and put our feet into earth. You know, Mother Earth will just absorb that, you know, stress if we let her. So it is those things, you know, we have a beautiful walk on the beaches, Yana already said. I live in Yukai, so I'm in the mountains. I'm more of a mountain girl. I love the beaches, but I'm definitely more of a mountain girl. And I get to Yukai, and it's just to see Mount Wolumban. you know, with the birds. And, and just as soon as I get home, I just chuck my, my shoes off, and I walk through the, the yard and talk to the birds and... That same breath comes that, you know, the diaphragm opens, you know, we're able to just let go of the day and and just be, you know, and that's that beauty part is that I think so many of us here do know and that's that toolbox, even if we can't do all the time, the more we discipline ourselves and people oftentimes think of that as a negative, but if we don't have that discipline to use it to make those tools happen, we can't access them when we actually really need them, as you kind of mentioned earlier, we've got to have that toolbox ready to go in the toughest times otherwise it feels very overwhelming
0: yeah it sure does well, let's wrap it up with the fact that it is Recycling Week this week. I mean, this, it sounds like it's off-topic, but it's not. It's it's all connected. We are all connected, and, and these are topics that I know are passionate to all of us. So, Recycling Week, have you made any recent changes, even throughout Santos, you know, to kind of address this mm. overwhelming issue still ongoing of mm-hmm. all of the single-use plastics that are around in the world? Yeah,
1: it's not new, but a revisit. Um, you know, many Years we tried to stop using single use cups in their cafes. Um, It was a bit of a challenge. It was a big hit to us financially. Um, And then we had kind of COVID come. And even though it was never something you had to do, it would just become kind of the norm that people use takeaways again. So we're reintroducing that to our team as well as our customers. And we we put out a challenge. Our goal for this year is to, by the end of this financial year, June 30th, we don't want to use single use cups anymore because it is the second largest. bad goody th- or a bad thing that goes into the planet right now into landfill um above or just behind plastic bottles so right now we've got um a program called the returner program and it's basically a reusable cup you can get for six bucks so it's super affordable it's it is stainless steel but again it, it's just it's unbreakable basically so it's it's affordable you can carry it around if you don't want anymore you can return it and get your six dollar deposit back so that's really what we're trying to just set those little small goals year on year and let's make them embedded and hopefully we'll we'll for customers and our, t- our um, business will be able to have that one goal ticked off that's massive, you know, for around the world to not use single-use cups.
0: For sure. And also, I mean, a lot of people have their own, but mm. sometimes they just leave them at home, you know. And it seems, I find that people seem to be quite addicted to the actual the lid mm. and that little, like, keep cup. Mm. It's like a little baby cup. There's mm. something about, you know, that little sort mm. of sippy type baby cup that people seem to like. What, what is that?
1: I know it's interesting because I'm not a coffee drinker, and in, during wintertime, I'll have my medicinal hot chocolates, and Olivia and I were talking about it, and she's got these beautiful rainforest cups we have, and I have never bought one, and I thought, well, there's no lid, but I thought, why? And then I was like, I'm just going to borrow hers. I'm going to walk around town. I'm going to go fill my hot chocolate up, and I walked around town. And I, oh, my God, it was so pleasing to not have – and I'm not – I fortunately don't have drinks, so I just thought – what is that, Miss? What is that? You know, I don't know because it's it was my first experience. I thought, oh, no, I'm cool. So I've actually invested in my own rainforest cup, even though I had keep cups and things like that. I hated drinking out of the lid personally.
0: Yeah. Well, it's also a very hot liquid going through something mm. very plastic. So surely that's going to be going into you. Yeah. But also I think the, the lids come from people being in such a hurry. Mm. I've got to get in the car. Or I've got to juggle five things at once and I need a mm. lid because I'm going to spill it. It's like, wouldn't you just give yourself the time to stop For a few minutes and Mm. drink your cup and maybe not say anything or just, just, yeah, just think about why you're asking for a lid, you know? And also, I think there's an automatic response to people making those drinks where they will put a lid on. Because if I'm buying a drink and I say, don't put a lid on it, I turn around and there's a lid on it and I say, I don't want the lid. And then they'll take it off and chuck it away. That's been produced in the world and now you're just throwing it away. Um, Well, it doesn't make sense to me. But think about it, people. Think about it. (laughs) What what do you drink out of, Jana? Uh,
2: We just make our morning drink at home. We definitely um, got used to drinking. Like if we went outside, we would bring our own cups. But I must say exactly through the COVID, uh, I, I can't actually remember... How did we, again, got that habit of when we go now out or we'll go somewhere for surf, we get the cup? And I was just thinking, and I'm just being honest, how I how that old habit comes back in. I'm like, I just have to go back to what we used to do. We didn't, we didn't used to use any cups. We bring our own and we loved it. And somehow that old habit came in. And I think, yeah, that was the COVID. Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, but they also wouldn't accept your own cup during COVID because, you know, you were touching it and maybe it had some germs on it or something like that. So they refused to take any keep cups. They just wouldn't, so you had to have a takeaway. So, yeah, it kind of went backwards. But I think we can all agree that we're kind of over that period now and bring your own cups, people... Put two in your car. Just don't forget to actually bring it out when you go and order your drink. And don't be lazy. Um, Jana, I would love you to uh, just recap on what we're giving away on the show today. Your two beautiful books. You say it better than what I do. So, yeah, fire away. What are we giving away today?
2: So, two beautiful self-published books. Um, I like to stress the self-publishing just because the self published self-publishing allowed me to n- uh, not compromise on the quality of the book, which was a big part of why I created the book. They are both made for, from 100 percent recycled paper um, and the first book one is even printed locally. The second one unfortunately couldn't print locally but it's all environmentally aligned. First book is uh, called Intuitive Eating and it uh, helps people to sync with the cycles of nature and follow the cycles of nature. Uh, the second book is called earth cakes and it teaches people to use nature in baking for friends or for family or for whatever occasion you like um, and both of the books um, teach people to become little herbalist in their kitchen so both of the books uh, teaches you to use uh, simple herbs or some of them maybe not so common but still very easily available herbs in baking or in your cooking
0: so anything else that we haven't covered that you would like to finish with even some words of wisdom out there for people that are about to approach a very full on time um, in their lives
1: yeah we kind of alluded to this earlier is um, it's okay to say no please get you know, really good sleep you know, set a time if it's 9 or 10 o'clock at night get good rest stay hydrated with you know, you know, good quality water eat whole foods and when you come into the cafe dine in, have a seat and drink out of our crockery
0: any words from you Jana
2: um, if you feel any tension come and have a chat to us there in the corner in the dispensaries because because we can create some witchcraft magic for you and support you through the Christmas time or any times when you just feel, feel pushed a little bit to the limits <laughs>